I'm not going to pretend like this isn't the cold open. So Russ uh, slacked us and said, um, I'd like to kill the video game book club tagline we've been using because I think it's doing us more harm than good in terms of growing the audience. And then we chatted about it for a long time. And then eventually he admitted, to be honest, it's more that I hate video game book club. Now, I want to I wanna say, Russ, you have cloaked this for over a year. You haven't liked it since the first time I did it. Yep. And I want to know what finally broke you. Uh, what finally broke me? Uh, what broke me was that Plant tweeted last week's episode using that tagline at the start of the tweet. And I saw it and I was like, this, no, I, I would never in a million years listen to a podcast that was called a video game book club. That sounds like the dullest, most boring it's podcast. It's so funny because it's not books. Yeah. But That's yeah, would, so it help, funny. would it help you, Russ, if we just called it a video game club? Would that help? And we just took books out of it entirely. Yeah, maybe, I mean, what, hey, Russ, would you like it better if it was a boys only video game club for He Man Woman haters? Would that be better? Would that be better for you, for Russ? Or Jack is nodding. He's nodding furiously. Nodding. Yes. <laughs> Two thumbs up. Whoa, Whoa. Three thumbs up. Where'd that come from? Oh, man. Exactly. See? Not yeah, all people. Hmm, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So we are changing works. it, right? To just a video, I'm not joking. I think the besties colon a video game club is probably the funniest final permutation of this show. <laughs> I don't hate it. It does remove the I, book aspect. What's the opposite of a members only video game club? <laughs> right. <laughs> My name is Justin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Griffin McElroy, and I know the best game of the week. My name is Christopher Thomas Plant, and I know the best game of this week. My name is Russ Farshick, and I know the best game of the week. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of assassination. <laughs> this week on The Besties, we're taking you to the world of assassination, which is really what it's called. Of all, you, you know Tamriel, you know Hyrule, <laughs> and now we're headed to the greatest video game world, the world of assassination with Hitman 3. This is The Besties, best of friends, the best of games. And a video game club. A video game club. <laughs> Colon, a video game club. <laughs> For boys only. <laughs> For all. All are welcome. All it's are a video welcome. game club. A bold new idea. Some are excluded. Uh, we're going to be talking about Hitman 3. Chris, what's Hitman 3? Uh, Hitman 3 is a game where you uh, play as a Hitman, and it's the third one. Oh, yeah. Chris doesn't or know anything. Or it's the seventeenth one. <laughs> depending no, I on know you. what it is. There have been a million of them. This time, you're back, baby. It's Hitman Three, but the truth is, it's just a continuation of Hitman One. Hitman One was this big uh, game that was going to span all the globe, and they were going to recurringly update it. And then they were like, "Wait, this isn't a viable business model." So they made a sequel, and then the publisher was like, "Wait, this still isn't a viable business model." So then the developer was like, "What if we just do it on their own?" And they're like, "Sure, good luck." And then they went and made Hitman 3, and that's what we're playing today. And in the game, you assassinate okay. people, and it's the third one. Okay. Yeah, that is, I suppose, a way to describe this game. Let me just, for the people that don't yeah, you know take, anything you about a, it. Please. You're a bald guy named Hitman. Agent 47, yes. the Hitman. You got the bald guy. And, 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 really and which important. version of it is it? 
This is the third one, the three. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And uh, so you're bald, and the whole spirit of the game is that you try to assassinate people, but uh-huh. the the guards and everyone around them don't notice that you're assassinating them. So oh, maybe so that you're means... a hitman is what you're telling. Yeah, like not a silent. Mur- no, silent. but like a hitman. You're describing not a mass murderer. Uh, I've watched Gross Point Blank. You could like run up to someone and shoot them in the face. That is not encouraged in this That's game. That's not... They don't like that at they all. They don't like that um, in this game. So it's important to delineate that you are a specific hitman and you are a hitman of subtlety and okay. cleverness. The previous hitman games, if you have not stuck with this franchise for a very long time, because it's been going for quite a while, uh, previous hitman games were much more buttoned down um, and very much about like getting sneaking around, I would say, stealthing mm-hmm. around, getting in the optimal position and then offing people. And this new sort of iteration, the world of assassination uh, version of Hitman, I think is much more built around sort of leaning into the silliness of it. Like uh, in, in a way, like the, the way you can sort of like engineer the world to make interesting uh, murder. (laughs) Yeah. Basically the the way I remember, Chris, and I'm sure he'll talk about this, had, had some trouble kind of like understanding like what, to do in the game and the thing that kind of made it all click for me is that this new uh hitman trilogy is essentially tony hawk's pro Mm -hmm. murderer where you these levels are enormous and there's only like what five five of them i think six levels five or six levels and that's that's how it's been for the last uh the the past two hitman games also they are huge and they are very like alive and except for when you kill them uh and there are a ton of characters in them and there are a ton of places to go and a ton of different sort of like opportunities to do murder whether it is through these like big showcase opportunities of like um you know turn on this turn on this uh super powered fan to blow somebody off of a high-rise building like uh, and working towards that sort of narrative murder opportunity or whether it's just like hey you know put some poison in that coffee and just walk away or hey hide in this bush and shoot them from a mile away uh you you can more or less do it however you want and there's challenges that you get experience points for for like you know, doing doing these different, you know, essentially Tony Hawk's pro skater objectives. Mm-hmm. Um, that that is what it is. Can I get everybody's uh, like background with the Hitman, this new version of Hitman to this point? Because I actually I don't think it's the the games before Hitman 2016 are not. Yeah. I think super applicable. Right. No. So I the last Hitman game I played actually I think the only Hitman game I played before this was Hitman 2, but the original Hitman 2 that came out in 2002. So we're literally talking yeah, about crap. 18 yeah. years ago. <laughs> I think I have played Hitman 1 and 2 of the new of the World of Assassination uh, trilogy, uh, but I never it never clicked with me for whatever reason. I played like the tutorial in, in mm-hmm. both games and just did not click through. One, one important thing to note here is that Hitman 3... Uh, I forget like what the ownership, like what you have to have, but it ingests all of the levels and content from the last two Hitman games uh, and, and lets you play through them with kind of the like Hitman 3 UI mm-hmm. and some of the, the, the few changes in that, that Hitman 3 introduces. So what if about- you get like, if you get the full bundle, you're talking about like a, a very, very like huge amount of, of murder opportunities. Uh, what about um, you plant? Uh, I have played uh, Hitman 1 and Hitman 2 of this cycle, but it usually is me playing, uh, I do the training, which I think is the same for all three. Yeah, I, I think I'm so really too. good at it. 
Um, and then I do a mission, and then I get so stressed out that mm-hmm. I quit playing. I played, um, was it Hitman Absolution was the one that came right before this? That's kind of a transition point between how the series is. Yeah, or Blood so. Money. I forget which one. Yeah. Came. No, Blood Blood Money was before Absolution. Yeah, okay. yeah Blood anyway. Money's 2006, Absolution's 2012. Uh, so the, the problem that I realized uh playing this one because it finally clicked for me this time with the uh the murder mystery level which we'll talk about i'm sure a lot oh yeah is you don't have to be stressed that it's Mm -hmm. not a stealth game in the traditional sense you can kind of walk around in the open and then there's like tons of opportunities to not be like constantly freaking out when i played it originally i was like man i'm in a costume but Surely people are going to figure me out. <laughs> I'm bald and I have a serial number tattooed to the back of my neck. Um, so I, I kind of was like walking around crowded areas, crouching, leaning up against walls, hoping that nobody noticed me. Um, and it turns out that's really not a fun way to play this game. Uh, you're supposed to like walk around in plain sight and collect information. And I don't know. It, it's more like... um. Treasure box isn't the right word. I, I, the Tony Hawk Pro Skater thing is right, but I, I think it helped playing a murder mystery because it really does feel like that. Going back to older levels of like, oh no, you it really is about assessing the world and learning it um, and understanding like the little gizmo that they've created. Yeah, yeah. The, I think it's the, it, it, the thing that cracked it open for me, and I played a good amount of Hitman One and Two. Um, the realization that I have to have every time I play one of these things, and I think this this game does it really beautifully, is this idea that they don't want you to fail. If you can accept, if you can remember that, like they want you to have fun, mm-hmm. and the developers of the game want you to succeed. So, like a lot of times, you go into these gigantic environments, and the thought is like, "Oh God, I'll never be able to 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 take on all this. This is so overwhelming." But like, I'll give you an example. Uh, there's a, a point where I was supposed to, um, I wanted to poison a photographer, right? So I could take over for him. And I poisoned him with a, a an emetic to make him throw up. And I saw him drink some lemonade and then walk away. And I thought, ugh, well, there goes my chance. Like I could have poisoned his lemonade if I'd gotten there earlier. But I just went ahead and poisoned the lemonade. And my dude just like took a stroll around, walked around a little bit. Then went back for some more lemonade. I mean, it's they fucking want lemonade. You to poison the lemonade. <laughs> it's they lemonade. Want you to, it's, like they want you to play to to see it as a ramp. To Who see wouldn't it as want a to go back for more whatever. lemonade? Is the real question. Yeah, it's it's uh, the big thing. If you've never played any Hitman games, I feel like the big thing that it iterates on. I think it does stealth stuff really well. I think it is very very easy to tell when you are in danger of being spotted, who is spotting you, um, and and all that jazz, and the way that they kind of. Uh, the the way that you kind of build on that information is through disguises. It's like the big thing in Hitman is if you find that photographer, like Justin was saying, and and that photographer would have the opportunity to you know set off some sort of Final Destination esque whoopsie that would kill people. Uh, you got to take out that photographer first, wear his clothes, and hide his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you will be doing that a lot in Hitman, and sometimes it's like a little old lady who swallowed a fly scenario where you load into a level, you're just wearing your suit, you go into a bathroom, knock out a janitor, go into the you know uh, laundry room as the janitor, which you're allowed to be in, and put on a you know a security officer uniform, which you then use to go into hearing mm-hmm. and get this. Uh, you like build this ladder towards the opportunity. Uh, and and what I did not know that this game did, maybe because I've never played a Hitman game enough to really get there, 
is these these huge levels are intimidating when you first load into them. But if you look around uh, in every level, you will get a hint, essentially a mission. Uh, what is it called? A mission, mission story, story. Yeah. Uh, which is like a sort of straight, like straightforward. If you follow like the objectives way to get one of these signature kills mm-hmm. whether it's uh, the photographer is an example of these story mission opportunities you get close to the photographer a little blue light bulb appears on them and that's how you know hey like go check out this photographer see what they're doing hang out with them and you'll get like a some some ui prompts to like tell you how to achieve this signature kill which yeah. is like a great way to learn the the guts of each level and that's really w- what drew me in is like n- again having not played in 18 years i was very intimidated and so i did i basically followed the waypoints of like kill the, uh, you know knock this guy out take his costume do this do this it like really does lead you by the nose until you get to the point of assassination and using all that information i could then go off the rails in in future replays and say like oh so i know the uh, security officer's costume is here i'm going to take that first and then try to get this thing. And what it does, the Tony Hawk angle, is that it presents you with this big list of challenges, and you're like, oh, I need to electrocute this guy in the art exhibit. How can I do that? Well, I know that, uh, you know, I walked past the art exhibit before. I know there's people working behind the scenes at the art exhibit. Right. And so what feels like, it starts as like almost a very narrow guided thing, and then as you gain knowledge, the game trusts you that, hey, you can figure this stuff out for your own. And right. and what's especially cool is the more you play each level, you unlock things that speed up the earlier process. So whereas at the beginning of that mission, which is set in Dubai, initially you would start by like parachuting in and there's this whole thing where you're like walking on railings outside of the skyscraper. You can skip all that once you've played a little bit and you've got some progression going. And now you suddenly, immediately you start in the kitchen and you've got a kitchen uniform and you don't have to stress about that like whole intro thing again so it speeds up the process each and every time you play to the point where like you can do really intricate stuff in three minutes once yeah it's also like dark souls style like ladders that you can open throughout the world yeah once you kick the ladder open they're just and they're persistent yeah yeah persistent so each playthrough yeah, I will say, uh, Fresh, you're saying like the game trusts you. I think that it does that for more exotic kills <laughs> because mm-hmm. there's all sorts of, you know, like little achievement goals. But it, I, I've always been kind of, I don't know, skeptical to get too deep into this series because I'm not a big fan of uh, point and click adventures. And I always had like a point and click adventure energy for this game where it's like, okay, I'm th- this game is me figuring out what the game wants me to do and then I'm going to do it. And that will be my my like quest, and it's going to require a lot of like guessing. Like, does this work or does this not work? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, what I did not appreciate until like really getting into this one is the world is covered with effectively yes. just clear guides of what you should do. Like yeah. everything you need to do if you need to, you know, like trip a breaker or a, a what is it, a electric plug that is near a, a wet uh, by a pond or something. It'll say you need a screwdriver for this, yeah. or like to fix a distillery, you need a wrench for this. Um, the only thing that's funny, and, and it very rarely will not put a screwdriver somewhere around. They're not going to go make you run across the map. Look around; there's a screwdriver. Yeah, it there. also right. e- even still, uh, my entire way of playing the game now is the first time I go through, I just completely rob the the joint. Like, yeah, everything. My, 
my 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 body is full of everything. My body is full of everything. And then I <laughs> save the game, and then that is my new start point. And then I like go off in all the different directions from there, which the game very clearly encourages you to do. Yeah, um, right. It gives you like eight save spots that are like. Okay. Save scumming is the order of the. I think if you play on the hardest difficulty setting, you have like a certain number of saves you can do. But on like the normal difficulty setting, which is what I've played through, uh, since it's all one big bundle, pretty much every campaign all the way through on now, you can save and like you get into the room, you get the costume you need, save there, and then that's your sort of well. And and not only that, the really cool thing that I really like is you can save in the. Let's say you're in the room with the target you have to kill. And you know that there's like six challenges you need to complete. Yeah. It carries that progression over. So you can just kill him in like a goofy way. I'm going to jam him on this statue and then reload your save. And you still have credit for the other. Challenge. Oh, really? I don't yeah. think I realized yeah. that. You can just blow oh, yeah. through like six challenges right in that same room, which is very good. You don't have to exit to, to get no. the reward? You just, oh, you, no. in, it, you just I mean, it. so we should talk about it. So, so the reason that works normally in most games, your save state would really carry that back. But because that wor- the reason that works is because it's always connected to an online oh, server. And that that, that's, like a- well, that's, that's going to be the huge dookie that we take on this game. Is there anything else that we want to talk, talk about? The, can we talk about the murder mystery? Yeah, yeah. Let's yes, talk about please. And I will say, if you're going to play this one, this may be a discussion to skip ahead a few minutes because it's so cool. But it's also, it, okay, you go in, you are uh, in a mansion. It's classic, like, cozy mystery uh, Agatha Christie stuff, Poirot, whatever. You you show up in the mansion. Knives Out is a, is a great comparison to. You show up in the mansion. A woman has faked her own death. They're going to have a funeral for her, but her brother has actually been murdered. And as soon as you show up, you see a private investigator who they've hired, and you're like, "Well, I know you're. I'm gonna take care of you." <laughs> and you like have to follow him through a window, and he goes into a room, and you take over, and like, "No, I'm the investigator," <laughs> and that's how Hitman always talks, no matter what he's doing. Like, "I'm here to solve the murder," <laughs> uh, but you actually do an actual like no BS murder mystery, which one is so cool because you never see a detective game that has this fleshed out mechanics of what you can and can't do in the world, right? I can't think of many other detective games that let you, like, climb out a window and scale around and do the stuff that, like, th- th- there's so much more depth than you would typically get in a in a murder mystery game. Uh, but you also are learning this entire environment. And it's really where this clicked for me. Again, like I said, I have to relearn this every time. But this it's the second level and that's so brilliant because it it really does explain to you, like, here's the deal. You can walk. No one's going to get mad at you. You're an investigator. You can go anywhere you want. No one's going to get mad at you no matter where you go in here. So just, like, learn and observe. And by the time I finished the murder mystery, which was actually, like, pretty tough, I had to find a lot of weird clues and take some, like, actual logical leaps. By the time I finished it, I realized, like, I know this house like the back of my hand. Yeah. Like yeah. I run this place. So I have I, all the keys. I know exactly where everything is. I know who everybody is. Um, and I, I did it by just doing this this murder mystery. Approach. Are we okay talking spoilers of the mystery? Because I don't think I got the same 
conclusion that you are. I think that's all we need to say. I, 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 it is open-ended enough. You will find evidence and it, it, he will say like, okay, I have enough to pin it on this person. Because guess what? And this is what's so wild about this. And we've talked about this. And I was in the same headspace is I solved the mystery. I went to this this matriarch who framed her, who, who faked her own death. And I, I gave her the solution that I was pretty sure was the right solution. And she was like, congratulations. Here's some information that you were looking for. I'll check you later. And I was like, ha I'm the great greatest investigator ever and then i was like oh i'm supposed to murder her like i'm not here i'm not a detective i haven't I just, achieved like, anything i just like walked it over it walked over to her like on a balcony it was just like yeet oh i forgot i was this is that's what it is all about you're like it's walking the- out of the room in slow motion like glad i could help and then as you're going out the door like yes i i got i got a very different ending than that well what what did you do I mean, are we come, uh, uh, this is a, this is a one minute spoiler right here. Uh, I went in and gave her the wrong information, which made her feel very guilty, and then she killed herself. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, she gave me the information, and she was like, "I know exactly who you are. I'm looking death in the face. Bravo! You beat me. Here's the information you want." And then she walked out the back window and threw herself off the ledge. So my wow. ending was one of her family members poisoned her without me doing anything. <laughs> what? That's that is fucking wild. Yeah, that's weird. I uncovered that plot to poison her, and I warned her against it. Okay. Um. So she would give me the info. So she gave me the information, and then I just, <laughs> I, I, oh, you know what I did then? That is the point at which I was like, "Well, goodbye. I'm going to go become a photographer now." <laughs> <laughs> This lady who's like this genius, genius person does not realize that the photographer she sees five minutes later, this big, bald, lurch looking motherfucker uh, is also the guy, the private investigator. They're brothers. I, I, that level, that Knives Out level is the level everybody is talking about. Uh, the winery level was my favorite level. Oh, I haven't it's like, that. like the Knives Out level is great. It is not even the best shit that this game has to offer. There is an enormous, all the levels are so big and there's so many different ways to get through them. Uh, and I, I really have been, I have fallen in love with this with this trilogy and it's like, all I want to do is is go back and finish the the old campaigns. And I've done almost all of them now. Uh, and Hitman 3 doesn't do like a ton of new stuff on top of the last two games, but the levels are just like the best by far. My, like one of my favorites, which was so, uh, which was actually a big departure, I thought, for Hitman, uh, although very, very cool um, and really gave me another, it was like another way of like teaching you about Hitman. It's called Apex Predator. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's my basically God, like. Yes. They say basically like you don't know anything about this situation. Everything you've done before with like your planning and all that stuff, it's all out the window. There are no mission stories. There's nothing like that. It is literally like there's five bad boys in here. You got to find them and kill them to show basically show them like I'm I'm Agent Forty Seven. I'm coming. Like I'm terrifying. And 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 it and it is a big departure from the previous ones, which are all about these like clockwork mechanics or whatever. And this mission is just about like absolutely thinking on your feet Mm -hmm. in the moment, like react, 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 rather than like plan a big thing. It's like, can you kill five people here without getting caught? And uh, I thought, and that was actually a really good, another sort of like in game tutorial, if you will, to say like, it doesn't matter. Like don't, you don't have to get hung up on this stuff. You can also just like, react and play and have fun and not worry about it. I, it also, for people who want to use uh, guns, 
that is an option. There are a number of people who uh, replied to us on Twitter about enjoying that. Uh, I ran the benchmark on the PC version, and it is hilarious uh, because it's just the entire um, the the mystery murder mystery like mansion hmm. getting destroyed with like thousands of bullets from the inside and the outside and the entire world is destructible in a way that i really did not appreciate because i had no reason to know that every book in this game can be destroyed every piece of like the leather sofa the upholstery comes off i mean they have like really taken care to make this work so that when guns do come out that it looks just as amazing as the rest of the game does the only problem is, I imagine a lot of people will never see any of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is pretty incredible. We're about to dookie on the game because of the always online thing. But before we get to that point, I just want to say, like, it is very exciting for me to find a new game franchise that I, like, really like. Yeah. After, like, not giving a shit about it for so long. Like, that is a very exciting thing. And to have it be something as huge as Hitman is is really cool. The always online nature of the game is quite bad. Uh, you... Well, you, me, I just wanted it, to, like, it, let me just, my experience over the last, like, week, I think, kind of yeah. sums it up. The basic experience that I've had is, now, if that was annoying to listen to, you just had the experience <laughs> that I had, which is, yeah. it suddenly stopping to work, like, just, you can't save, you can't load, you can't look at menus, because the servers just shut off, and that is because, for a number of reasons that I don't fully agree with, this is an always online game. You can play offline, but if you play offline, it turns off, I would say, at least 50% of the content in this game. Well, um, no, no, no. Okay, okay. Let Think of it this way. Saves are either online or offline. Those two things cannot... If, if, if you're playing online and the server shuts down, you, can't, you cannot save that game at that point. Okay, but why if are you play off- online is the follow-up question. Like, what is the point? Well, when you play offline, you can play through the mission as normal. It doesn't turn off content in there, but you, you don't get scored. You don't get uh, experience points. You don't you can't complete challenges. Yeah. Uh, all the progression, like, doesn't work. Yeah. You don't unlock, like, the new level by level. Like, oh, you unlocked a new smuggling point. You unlocked a new entry point and exit point. Like, uh, you can't do that stuff. And I... Gen- I I think it's just for like scoreboard purposes. I think it's and piracy just for would be my ugh. other piracy, I guess. But like, it, yeah, I, I, it, it's, it is baffling and it sucks because I, I've played online pretty much the whole time because I want the progression. I want the experience yeah. points. That's a very good, I mean, cool it'd be, hook. It'd be yeah. wild to not. And, and what but, does that but, mean in 10 years for like, it doesn't mean anything. Right. And, and the biggest annoyance is what Russ outlined is that, uh, especially on launch day, the game was virtually unplayable yeah. because you would be playing and you would get disconnected. Or the worst thing would be you would save and it would be during one of these server hiccups and the game would just hang and yeah. you'd have to just like turn, turn, like go away from your computer for 10 minutes and hope that maybe it saved because the audio save is kind of unreliable. Like that one, it's one element of the game that just sucks the moon And honestly, right out of we're sky. a week, we are a week out of launch and I'm still running into issues. They aren't as glaring as they were, but I am still definitely running into issues. Um, it's so unnecessary. It's, it's just really a shame of an otherwise really just phenomenal game. Um, yeah. So I hope they get that worked out, but it is a kind of a caveat mTOR situation. Um, so that's Hitman 3. I, I, th- I think it's great. It's a great package. I think it's so cool that the, those cats struck out on their own and are, are making this making it for themselves, got me extremely excited about the James Bond game. 
uh, that they will be, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They will be working on. If they, can, if they can combine what they've already done here with like some big action, I think it is going to be absolutely fantastic. Even thought Bond doesn't really disguise himself, though, right? Hmm. I, I mean, it's not. I'm thinking less the disguises and more the ability to be in an environment where you are not just mass murdering people. Like, because I think that that is an element of James Bond that has been woefully unrepresented yeah. in previous games. That sure. Game Boy game, they need to just make a DAF for yes. the Game Boy game. That game rules. That game was very good. Um, um, I, we, did, we also didn't talk anything about like the special challenges, which for me seems like the hook of the game once you get past the, the campaign. But I've, I've mostly just been trying to finish all the levels and all the stories before I, I get to those, those specialty things. But those seem like a lot of fun. Also, it also has the weird sniper missions, which was in like, wasn't that like an XBLA game? Like a Hitman sniper assassin? Yeah, they've thing. had a few those, of those. Those are in here. Those are fine. So that is Hitman 3. It is out now. Basically, it'll be more out now, I guess, here when the server's working perfectly. But uh, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a few minutes. Or no time at all, instantly. One of the two. You go get a phone, you just want a phone, talk to your friends and family, you're not asking so much. Then you get these contracts, and you get ripped off, because they've got all this fine print, little details, and all of a sudden, they're sucking money out of your pocket like some sort of digital leech, you know? The contract may sound good uh, up front, but there's always some sort of catch. You know who's not going to do that to you? Not going to pull that nonsense? Mint Mobile. Their wireless plans, there is no catch. $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. Mint Mobile's secret sauce is that they cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those savings directly on to you. You want to pay hundreds of dollars for, like, literal hundreds of dollars for your wireless plan? Or do you want to have a nice easy solution save some put the bucks back in your pocket pay 15 bucks a month say bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills the unexpected overages sound familiar to get this new customer offer and get your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month go to mintmobile.com slash besties that's mintmobile.com slash besties Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash besties. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Y'all, you already know how much I love our sponsor of the week, Rocket Money. They make it so easy to get your personal finances on track especially stop worrying about all these subscriptions that you have that you don't necessarily need. Keep the ones you want. Get rid of the rest. Here's how it works. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. That might sound too good to be true. I have tried it myself on multiple different monthly payments I have and it's worked, which is incredible and so much easier than getting on the phone with all these companies and trying to wrangle this yourself. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. 
So cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash besties. That's rocketmoney.com slash besties. Rocketmoney.com slash besties. This episode of The Besties is sponsored by Aura Frames. All right, so you know there are a number of people in your life that are not necessarily the most technologically savvy. I'm sure immediately names jump to your mind. Those are the sorts of people that you would say, oh, maybe they would want a digital picture room in their house, but they wouldn't necessarily be able to like set it up and get it working and add new pictures and stuff like that. That is where Aura Frames comes in. It's a digital picture frame that allows you to basically upload any photos that you have directly to the frame. You don't need them to do any work. In fact, you could even set it all up before they even open the box. You have the account set up. You just have to connect it to their Wi-Fi. And once that's done, everything happens over the internet. So you can add new photos. You can do whatever you want. And it all works completely smoothly. I set it up for my grandmother, who's 95 years old. I set it up for my mom, who's 70 years old. And they both love their Aura frames. And they love seeing the pictures and new photos of the family all being added without them having to do anything. So I'd highly recommend it. I'm really, really happy with it. And right now... You can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code BESTIES. That's A-U-R-A frames.com, promo code BESTIES. Terms and conditions apply. So what are we doing? What we learned about murder? Yeah, I mean, we've had a few murder-based ideas for the B segment, for the B block. And maybe we should be a little bit open and honest to the audience about that. Um, like, I don't think it would be fun to talk about how we would want, how we would murder. Like, if I was just going to pick one of the four of us, like Russ, mm, like, I don't yeah. think that that would be a fun, I, that seems to me like a little edgelord sort of stuff. And also in 2021, we're bullying Chris Plant and not Russ anymore. We have a, this is, this is established, established but I, and it just feels wrong. Um, mm, mm. But I would say, I think, broadly speaking, in terms of murder, if we're not talking about specific people, but like just the concept of it. I don't want to incriminate ourselves. No, no, no. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that. But it, I do think there is a level of like Keystone Cops humor that is required for just about any murder. Oh, I see. This is this is so interesting because I've learned how to be better at it, I think. here's I'd like to talk a, sort of about like, what we've learned about what doesn't work, okay. As you've been playing Good. Hitman games, what 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 you've tried that maybe wasn't as successful because those mistakes are just opportunities in disguise. Sure. One thing that I've learned that didn't work great is if you're confronted by two uh, hazmat wearing armed guards and they've got rifles trained on you and they know that you are a popular murderer, Agent Forty Seven. If you instinctively throw a muffin at one of them, <laughs> it's not going to impact the situation in a meaningful way. I mean, it yeah, will be that meaningful. Probably, it, That's a story yeah. they're going to tell. Absolutely. They'll remember it. But I, when I attempted this move, because it's what I had in my hand and I was reacting in that split second, I don't know why I picked up the muffin initially, Sure. <laughs> to be fair. But I was holding it when they were like hands in the, hands in the air, and I'm like, muffin. 
and that didn't that didn't uh, impact the situation and, meaningfully. And honestly, that that drives well with like my understanding of I think what makes a good murder in the Hitman universe is I think it needs a level of like rapscallionness and yeah. like troublemakerness mm. that I think. You know, my ideal scenario is like, look, murder is sad. I get it. It's a bummer. Someone's going to be upset. Even if you're killing someone that is like truly bad, somebody is going to be upset. Someone's upset about it. So why not make that person a little happier by making the murder scene as hilarious as possible? Kind of silly. Yeah. Mm. Why not drop some banana peels down so when two guys go to parachute, (laughs) they slip on the banana peels instead and then fall off off the side of the building? Can I can I say my favorite funniest thing about Hitman is like these big sort of showcase accident kills like the uh, there's there's a, a level in Hitman 2 set in Mumbai mm. where you're at this like uh, Bollywood action film set on top of a high rise building and you're supposed to assassinate the star by turning on this powerful fan and then like turning the fan up to 11 and it blows him off the building. There's a that's like a that's sort of a, a, a an archetype of a type of like big showcase accident kill sure. that exists in in most of the levels in the series. Uh, but what I love is as the sort of operator of that fan or inter you know uh, means of of murder here that that is seemingly an accident. I am pressing the button that turns the fan up and it blows the guy off the building to his death, <laughs> and nobody gets mad at me. <laughs> Nobody in no matter what it is, whether it's, uh, uh, you know, you activate this uh, self-defense robot, but you've changed the parameters. So it shoots the guy that it's supposed to shoot. But you're the one that pressed the button to turn the robot on. You're the one that pressed the button to turn the fan on. You're the one that pressed the turn the button to turn on like the crash test dummy that explodes into the person. It's the, they it's are, the hot the- they are it's never the hot dog like, suit. Yes, it's the hot dog suit. It's guy, fucking like. Eric Andre. It's when Hannibal Burris shoots Eric Andre. It's like who who did that? Like nobody. Everybody's just like, oh man, it's not your fault. That fan has been <laughs> shitty for so long. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Oh, this is really gonna mess up our new bald intern. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a uh, an exploding golf ball in the first level of Hitman Three. And what's hilarious about it is you encounter this information because someone in the hallway is like on their cell phone talking to somebody. They're like, no, I'm not going to do it. It's an exploding golf ball. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) 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 It's stupid. It's not going to work. No, I hid it in the bathroom. Nobody's going to go in there. Nobody has the keys except me. Oh, hello, tall gentleman. Mm -hmm. Dad. I'll take I'll I'll take that. But they like this person got so far as to get an exploding golf ball and then chicken out and put it in the bathroom. Yeah. A lot of the murders are murders that people were gonna do, took it to the ninth of ten steps, and then passed the torch to you. Close the, the new the new bald janitor who I've never seen before. Uh basically mur- basically murder is easy. We are all just a walking eggshells. Just waiting yeah. to be waiting to be cracked by the the murders that exist around every single corner, and most of them are just hysterical. I like that we were worried about uh, our listeners being put off by video game book club, uh, but not the existential angst of we are all eggshells just <laughs> waiting it, to be cracked and turned into gooey scrambled goop. At this point, we've already got their download though, so That's the true. content it counts. Is Did, what it is. We got any? Do uh, we have any uh, communicate from listeners? Uh, I, 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 
we don't have an answer to this, but I, I think Fresh has done this before. Uh, Andrew asked, have any of you tried the Switch Cloud version? I don't think any of us have tried that. No. I, I, played, I did I not know it existed. Before, right? Yeah, I played the Control Cloud version, and it was yeah, we pretty much spectacular, but given all the <laughs> server issues that this game has had oh, yeah. on normal platforms, I would be a little hesitant to recommend Usually these games have a demo though, so you could probably test it. That's out true to see if it works. I I would I would bet that this would work better as a streamed game than Control because Control is a little bit twitchier yeah. and and Hitman is not quite. I mean there there can be gunplay, but you can also play through the whole thing without shooting a single bullet. Yeah, so. and I would say Control worked great. So it so I have no doubt if the servers held up that this game would be totally like there's no twitch aiming really at all in this. So you're yeah. right. Yeah, um, multiple folks asked if this is a good uh, starting point or if it's beginner friendly. I thought 100%. The, the only yes. thing you need to keep in mind, and, and the UI is, uh, the menu UI is not good at showing you this, make sure you do the training. There's just something called advanced yeah. training. So long as you do that, you will be totally fine. I had no problem understanding the like mechanics of the world. Um, I don't care about the story at all. All sorts of people are dying and everyone seems super sad about it. Like you're good friends. I don't know who they are. I don't care. I just want to do more <laughs> yeah. silly Apparently the story murders. is good in Hitman 3. Yeah, the story is, 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 I can't keep track of it, but that's nothing new I, 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 just because I've been kind of cramming all of the campaigns, it's, it's weird because I played three first and then one and two. And so I kind of understand what's going on in the whole thing. But in terms of it being a good beginner package, I think if you buy the whole set that includes all three games and but you play them like in hitman 3 that is the the way to do it yeah. because if you like it now all of a sudden i it is a a shit ton of stuff to also play. you can play the missions in any order and i do recommend playing the murder mystery mission first it's the oh. second mission of hitman 3 and i found that that that's when the game really clicked for me i found it really forgiving you can kind of go at your own pace um so i recommend that uh uh, with this is from James with the new James Bond game IOI. Uh, that's the folks who make Hitman. It's certainly going to need levels that can't be completed as quickly as Hitman levels. How do they do this without removing the freedom these games are known for? Does working with that IP mean we should expect a more guided experience? I mean, that kind of gets to the question of like, how do you go from this? I, I get yeah. they're similar in a and to a sense, but Spies. also quite different. Yeah, that that is kind of an, especially knowing that like the owners of the James Bond IP are very, very precious. Uh, giant head mode doesn't imply that from GoldenEye, <laughs> but generally speaking, they're pretty precious about what James Bond's allowed to do in these games. So I am, I'll be honest, a little bit worried that like they wouldn't necessarily allow the sort of wackiness and like open-endedness that these games allow, but maybe, who knows? Maybe they will. Uh, also, uh, from the twenty, the D twenty shuffle. Uh, have any of you tried running through the story in VR? And if not, do you want to tell people how this works? Yeah, VR is. Oh, I haven't. It has no one else has right? No. Is that on? Is that it's, only on PlayStation? Yeah, version? it's only on PlayStation VR. It only supports the PS four version of the game. You can't do it like PlayStation VR or PS five. Um, I've watched some videos of people playing it. General response is. Uh, it seems very cool, but it is also very hindered by it running on PS4 on like really aging VR hardware. I think yeah. were it to come, I think, and I think it will, were it to come to like Oculus and like PCs and stuff eventually, I think it'll be 
really spectacular to watch. Uh, it looks beyond hilarious, even though it is very low res and and uh, kind of minimal. Uh, I think they cut down a lot on the crowds and stuff like that. But broadly speaking, like I think conceptually, like you could tap people on the shoulder and then punch them in the face when they turn around. Like that is hilarious. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Justin, what are we doing next week? How would I have any way of knowing? Uh, what am I, a soothsayer? I don't have any idea. Sounds like it's a Death Stranding episode. Is that right? Just no, no, no. Stranding. no. Okay. It says literally it says something. The notes say Hitman Three. That's so my fault. I, I don't know, I, bud. We. I would. Yeah. Do, I would. I would talk about Hitman Three no, for another I'm episode. Hitman another. Three again. Um, has anybody been playing anything else? I feel like that would be. I. I don't know what else it would be because yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do next week. Uh, there's Ember, not a Ember Space out. Two. Uh, uh, and Death Stranding. No. Uh, uh, yeah, um, yes, Your Grace. I downloaded that. Oh, the um, medium. Oh, that's not a bad choice. We should yeah. probably do that. It's on Games pa- it, Game Pass. Uh, it's like a horror game. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. It looks bad. No, <laughs> it's by the Blooper team. <laughs> it's by the Blooper yeah, team. Yeah, well, Blooper. It's, it looks like a Blooper. I can see it's the bad reviews out there. I'm not sure I want to play this one. Oh my God, you gonna make me? If you're gonna make me, just say it. I just need to know who to blame. Uh, it would be it would be weird to do Scott Pilgrim. That game's a hundred thousand years old. There's that ninja game that just came out. That's oh, like, from uh, no, Yacht Club. The yacht, they published now we're it. Talking. That might be okay. We'll tweet. We'll tweet what game we're doing. I don't know that yeah, we can we'll figure it out. Are we right gonna now? leave this whole dis- <laughs> my failure of a rundown <laughs> in the? Episode? Oh, absolutely. Not. Okay, absolutely. We are my mistake. We are. It's in there. <laughs> Well, I think we did it. I think we made it. Yeah, we did it. Congratulations, everybody. Thanks for listening. Please uh, share the show with a friend if you if you would be so kind. Uh, oh, and uh, I have a request, even though yeah, it's wrapping up the show and people are turning off the episode now. Uh, do us a favor. Uh, I know Justin has asked for reviews, but also do us a favor and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcasting app. Uh, that might be, uh, you know, all the other ones that I don't remember, but, but to hit that button that causes it to sort of send us, send you the episode when it gets released. Um, if you haven't yet, I know a lot of people were listening on Spotify before, uh, which didn't really do that and never notified you when new episodes and that's kind of a drag. So, uh, go to another app and, and maybe try uh, hitting that subscribe button. It helps. Smash it. Cool. Smash it. Smash it. Thank you so much for joining us this week. Be sure to join us again next time for the besties. Because shouldn't the world's best friends pick the world's best games? Steve.